Welcome back to another episode of Uncaged. I'm Ahmed Quadri alongside Jake Lampert. No guests in the building here today, just the dynamic duo. The best one-two in the game. The best late-night podcast in the game as well. Jake, what's up? We were in South Carolina, so we took a week off, and uh, we're back and better than ever. I'm mad. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really mad. Tell us how you really feel. You know, depending on this probably get uploaded the day that all this news came out, but... um. David Wright. We are not, by the way, uploading this at 3.30 p.m. This is being uploaded at night. David Wright is out for another two months. Just stab in the gun. Right? And that hurts. Right. And then Danny Amendola, which when I was had the thoughts that I could be a football player, Danny Amendola was the one I thought I could be because he's five foot one, white, and makes the slot look easy. He now okay. got moved to the Dolphins. So to be a Mets fan who already is used to losing and to be a Patriots fan who lost the Super Bowl and now lost those Danny Amendola, I don't know, man. It's just not a good day. I was going to say it could be worse. You could be a Browns fan. but No, not no you can't. Not anymore. Not everything uh, so bad for the Browns. We'll get into that later, but good to be back here. We're going to have some guests on for you n- next week, hopefully. To be named still, but again, good to be back. We had a nice trip in South Carolina, Jake. We were covering the speak for yourself. We had, we were just covering the Colonial Athletic Association uh, championship game and uh, Delaware winning one game. We were able to cover two games for them. It was good. Charleston will be playing Auburn, so I guess we'll be rooting for Charleston. Is that does that is that what that means? Uh, we're rooting for Charleston. I think Charleston can win that game. Okay, but sure, I whatever. don't know. Joe Chili, Grant Rillar. Those are some basketball players right there. Some bad boys. Juju Smith-Schuster uh, has grown on me. One of my favorite NFL players. Of all time? Uh, let's go all time, yeah. Yeah, because favorite NFL player of all time. <laughs> uh, he's been doing a little bit of recruiting. LeBron James. Did you please tell me you saw the Madden the Madden Instagram. Yeah, he created <laughs> that a was player. amazing. And you watch Absolutely him bowl amazing. people over. He's for those of you who don't know, Juju Smith Schuster, um I, I wanted to say jokingly, but I think it's somewhat serious is trying to recruit LeBron James yeah, no, to the it's, Pittsburgh it's Steelers serious. as a tight end. Like it's like it's a real thing right now. But can we imagine LeBron James as a uh, tight end? I think end? he'd be very successful in the NFL. He would destroy some Not very people. successful, excuse me. He would be successful. Like, yeah. he's... Like, Allen Iverson would have been successful. Like, he's huge. Yeah. He would take some people down. And then the, uh, Juju was on the sidelines of the Cavs. And then when the Cavs came out of the tunnel, and they... Uh, he dapped him yeah, up. Dapped yeah, dapped him up. And he started freaking out on Snapchat. Like, when uh, when you see a celebrity or a celebrity touches your hand, you start freaking out. You're like, I'm never going to wash this hand again. Like, that's, that was- that's, that's the video that Juju put out for us. Where these transitions are so smooth. So Juju Smith is is the Steelers are in the AFC. They are in the North. AFC. And who else is in the AFC North? Are the Browns in the AFC North? Browns are in the AFC. Look North. at this transition; it's just beautiful. We're moving along nicely. Um, talk to me about the Browns. You had a hot take earlier. Yeah. So my uh, my hot take alert uh, is that the Browns are going to win four football games that's in hot NFL that's pretty that's Four. pretty spicy they're going how many teams they won one game in the last 32 they won one game in the last 32 and that was and against you think the they're gonna miraculously win a quarter of their games now i mean when you upgrade like your team from every position um you know have the juice in the wide receiver position okay someone who has stayed off the juice as the wide receiver too and I mean, that's then, a great combination, yeah. That was 
and then Tyrod Taylor, who can probably well, use some juice. And let's also not forget, they still have the one and four pick, right? Yeah. So th- throw maybe Saquon in the mix. And then... And then maybe a young quarterback. I don't know. They got Tyrod Taylor. They're going to win four games. That's all I'm saying. So would you draft a quarterback? Would you even bother? No. All these... Like, you have Tyrod Taylor. But didn't Tyrod but, Taylor score, like, one point in, like, the playoff game last year? But you imagine being Tyrod Taylor and getting the news that you just got traded from a team that has treated you so poorly. And you get so excited. And then you read it and you get traded to the Browns. Like, isn't that demoralizing in some but aspect? I know we always talk about sports and say, like, this year. but I, I th- Or this year will be different. But I really think this year will be different for the Browns. Well, it'll be different than zero wins. Yeah. So the part of the show where we talk about uh, politics, and by politics I mean Donald Trump. The pretty, pretty uh, politically heavy right there. I mean, it's part of the show now. It's it's a segment now, but the Houston Astros making their trip down to D.C. right before the season starts, I guess in the midst of spring training here, or spring baseball, whatever you want to call it. And they had a White House visit. Your thoughts, Jake? Um... Few notables it, missing as well. I think yeah. it was uh, Correa. Yeah, Carlos Correa wasn't there. Family reasons, quote unquote. Carlos Beltran, family reasons, quote yeah. unquote. That's in quotations, allegedly. And then allegedly, th- there was so many pictures that surfaced of like oh Altuve, tra- Altuve in the oh, background. Oh, that was great. Correa, was great. not Correa. Um, George Springer, George Springer in the background. Mm-hmm. There's like, what is happening right now? Like, what's going on? And you, from their standpoint, we've talked about it a lot and for the Eagles and all of them, they're here to listen to somebody who I, I shouldn't say doesn't follow sports. I'm sure he follows sports. He tried to own an NFL team and didn't. <laughs> but he's, they're just talking about this team's achievements. They just have to stand up there. It's a great honor, but you look at Altuve's face and Altuve's all face, of us. They're just like, why am I here? Altuve's all of us. Um, again, we've discussed multiple times whether we would go to the White House or not, so we're not going to get into that, but I just thought it was interesting. Why did they go in the beginning of the season? Don't they usually, like, when they have a trip against D.C. or something, or in the middle of the season they go, or something like that, they going now, I guess, which is, I thought, weird. And then the weirdest part was when Trump started to, like, say a few things about Altuve. Yeah. Altuve didn't move. He, like, stuck hidden in the back, and he's like, I don't want to go out there. Like, I don't want to go talk to him. It's like that big scary guy at school that, like, calls your name, and you just don't know what to do. So you just, like, stay hidden in the background, and then Trump had to come in, like, pull him out of the crowd, shake his hand, put his hand on his shoulder, and it was just the awkward interaction that I think the entire internet needed to see. It's the best time of the year. March Madness. Cue the music here. I don't know how it goes, but... We'll I would say mute your mic, but then it's just going to be a, a private conversation with me and myself, so I'll keep your mic on. <laughs> uh, March Madness is among is among us, and I'm excited. Final 64 set. I should say 68. March gotta, Madness for 68 teams. 68. March Sadness for the other 100 and something. That hey, just don't let's, make don't disrespect the NIT, all right? You're right. You're right. Don't I'm disrespect sorry. the NIT. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, play-in games should be tomorrow night, I believe, so excited for that. Um, a lot of teams left out, though. Notables, Notre Dame, USC, USC 
USC was what? Wasn't Syracuse left out? No, they were not. Oh, Syracuse was put in. Syracuse, Syracuse was the was like last, last team in. Four last four in. in. Yeah. yeah, or last team in. That was interesting. Uh, Notre Dame, yeah, uh, we played them here. I didn't play them, but you know, <laughs> University of Delaware. Dude, you, got, you got smacked out there. <laughs> University of Delaware. Matt Farrell would have put you on um, skates. Where we are located has played them, and it was a good game. It was a sellout. Um, any other notables? Curious to see. Number ones were released. Xavier, Virginia, Duke, your usual suspects. Nothing too fancy there. Yeah, Um. The way that they presented it was bad. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the way they presented it every year is awkward. Uh, is yeah, but this was just uber awkward. Okay. Because then, like, they did it with, oh, here are the 68 teams yeah. that made the tournament. And okay. now, here is who's playing who. So it just ruins the suspense. Like, all right, okay. we know this team made it. Well, we mean... don't care anymore. But, like, okay. the suspense of, like, right. seeing... Wichita State come up, and they're like, yeah, we got a four. And then the team comes up to play them, like the 13 up against them. It's like exciting to watch, but ESPN just has to show us again that they don't really care. I and guess for I should like, say it's because it wasn't really ESPN, but. I guess if you have higher aspirations, like if you're a 16 or Sweet 16 team or even round of 32, but like I, I feel like, you know, Iona doesn't care. If they're in, they're in, you know what I mean? Yeah. A team that has been to the – uh, big dance before, but doesn't really care to make it into the Elite Eight. That's true. I, yeah, I don't think teams that are planning to get eliminated right mm-hmm. off the bat are super uh, critical of this. I think, but, but we have with every March Madness comes hot takes. Ooh. So Ahmed and I are going to put out our incredibly wrong, highly controversial, probably not true hot takes of this NCAA tournament. I gotta go Grayson Allen here on this one. Uh, I thought it was funny what happened in North Carolina. The little uh, casual hip, hip check, hip check, butt check, whatever you want to call it. Um, Grayson Allen gets ejected or suspended in the big dance. What? I th- what? Hey, here's my disclaimer. I think I think Duke will go far. I think they'll go far. I think they're an Elite Eight, Final Four team, easy. Elite Eight, easy. Um, but I don't think Grayson Allen can keep himself in the game. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna lose his mind. How long do you think Grayson Allen, assuming Duke still plays, how many games does he play? I'll say I'll say Duke plays four. I'll say Grayson Allen plays three. So you think he misses spicy hot take? You miss. I think he, I think he misses a game. Either that or he gets ejected. Just for for what reason? Give, give me a scenario. Some Grayson Allen gets ejected. Something biting someone's ear pulls a Mike Tyson. Yeah, something like that. I'm gonna go. What part of his body he hasn't tripped with? With the NCAA breaking news that the referees are also illegally getting paid to fix games you know this happens by the around sponsors. the world you'd be surprised oh this i don't doubt that <laughs> apparently and while this might be a slight tangent the russian hockey federation is totally rigged so putin's team wins every time okay if you're listening in russia um we're not we're not we're just it's just it's just a joke it's just yeah, a show yeah yeah i, I okay. actually don't even know how hockey is <laughs> Just to clap that, but yeah, <laughs> knocking he... on your door, <laughs> open up. I, I was a terrible impersonation. Yeah, so I think that the NCAA the investigation comes out that the refs are getting paid to fix games. Everyone in the NCAA is getting paid to fix things. Players, coaches, referees. Well, I mean, okay, I need a number over. here because Dennis Smith Jr. was getting like, like I think 30 they're going to get half of alleged DeAndre Ayton money. 
And I oh, think the referees are getting 50K. That's big money. To blow some games. Kyle Kuzma was getting like 50, $6. 50 cents and like something off the dollar menu. Yeah. Okay. I think that. The, and he was good. He's actually good. He's a first rounder. I will add to that that I think because of that, a 16 beats a fan favorite segment everybody knows the rules nothing good comes out of this buns or mad buns jake go ahead and start it off for us we're gonna start it off with darren Ravel and hot sauce shout out to atl the big uh, there i should say halftime performance yeah, I where think your halftime yeah your one task is to not let hot sauce score and to take the ball from him Undefeated. G- give me, give me the breakdown and give me your response. Buns, mad buns on Darren's attempt to stop. Hot so sauce. I don't even know this guy's name, but is, we call him Hot Sauce, right? He's known in the ATL as Hot Sauce. This guy comes on. Uh, he's got, he's got a few challengers every game, and he is undefeated. You have to take the ball from Hot Sauce. If you're unable to do that, you have to stop him from scoring. And this guy is an absolute and one beast right here. He's not quite NBA talent, but this guy. Um, is really good, and ESPN, ESPN's very own Darren Ravel uh, came up to the challenge. It was almost like a little E60 story leading up to it, and he got absolutely sauced, uh, appropriately named. Hot Sauce is absolutely undefeated. Hot Sauce, if you're listening, I want to challenge you. I'm your next challenger. He's going to mess you up. Stop Don't even it. say that. Stop it. I want Hot Sauce. Just go to the floor I now. I want Hot Sauce. Go to the floor now. I'll get you some. We'll go to the store. I'll buy you some. Go on the floor. This was funny. Ed Cooley. You didn't even give me Buns Mad Buns. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Buns Mad Buns. Well, what's your first? Oh, I didn't give you one? No. Oh, this is absolutely Mad Buns. Darren Ravel's garbage. All right. Thanks. Cool. Cool. Okay. And we're moving on. <laughs> and we're moving on. Ed Cooley from Georgetown. This was very funny. Yeah, so his pants ripped. Um, <laughs> that's it. Like, <laughs> that's it. I. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I think it was actually Providence. That, that, that's my bad in the notes. I think he's actually coach he's of Providence. Coach. He's a coach. He's some... a coach, but I, I'm, I'm 99% sure it was Providence. So okay, we'll go with that. sure. Yeah, so his pants ripped, and he decided he's going to take a Gatorade towel and wrap it up. I'm going to go mad buns. Yes. Why don't you just what put you, on some what sweats? Do you, what do you got to be doing on the court yeah. to rip a nice pair of sweatpants? A uh, nice pair of like suit pants. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like When I wear suit pants, they're not super constricting. I'm not doing backflips. I know my limits. It's true. Yeah. Like, you know that line? Like, yeah. know your limits. He did the little quarterback when you put it right in your belt and you just wipe your hands off with the towel just in case you oh, yeah. get sweat. Yeah, no. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the little thing was, on. It was... Yeah, Mad Buns, you gotta you gotta fix your pants. It was during the Big East Championship game. Like, come on, right. you're on you're on that big of a stage. Make sure your pants stick together. We're gonna go to our next topic, and this one's going to be uh, a Mets night tonight. You're gonna go see the '87ers. Oh, this G League reference for the first time on Uncaged ever. The '87ers. I mean, wow. this is this is top tier. Not the Baron Davis days, but yeah, 87ers had some notable players come through. Uh, you said Baron Davis, Nate Robinson had a few notable guys come through. I have, I was uh, given free tickets tonight, so that's where I'll be tonight. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with buns on this one. I'm not gonna go. You mad were thinking buns. mad buns. I was thinking about it, but I'm not gonna go. Um, the only thing downside with G League games is they go to like 180 points. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's just like, it's no defense. There's like one scout there, and they just look. like you got to feel for these guys. I mean, they're trying to all go to the NBA, and all they do is pull up from 30 and or or just drive and take the ball. It's a lot of isolation plays. It could be worse, but. Uh, I've never been to a G League game, so even though living in Delaware, I think 87ers have been around for two years now, but I'm excited to watch the 87ers play tonight. Just once. I got one for you right here. Straight cash. Kirk Cousins signed with the Minnesota Vikings. Three years, $84 million, correct me if I'm wrong. That sounds about right to me. All guaranteed straight cash. Don't play with my man's money. I'm going to go just buns on this one. Like... It's Kirk Cousins. He uses the, where where is Kirk going to go? Where is Kirk going to go? Where is Kirk going to go? And no offense, it was kind of a letdown. He was like, yeah. It was fun. He, he let people choose. Oh, yeah, like, no. He was, it like, was hey, you got any it ideas? Was, it was a great ride. But then it was it was like, yeah, all right. Minnesota, three years, 84. See you guys later. It's not a groundbreaking contract. It's pretty expensive and nothing, like, earth-shattering. Yeah. But, I mean, he got straight guaranteed money. Yeah, I think dude, that's dude, the biggest take. He can has... throw six picks in the first game. He can, he can quit. I can't quit. But he can go. <laughs> no, he <mind>. can die. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets $84 million. Has that ever been done before? I know straight it's, guaranteed has been, but. But to, that's the most. That's the I think, most, for a straight right? guaranteed contract. Hey, I don't know who, I don't know who his uh, agent is, but. That Call four, us. <laughs> that 4%. Well, somebody t- do the math. 4% of $84 million, straight cash. Actually, for Tweet of the Week, it is, a, of the week. it is a slew of emojis, and this ah. one goes to the Cleveland Browns after all of their offseason moves. Tyrod Taylor, the big, probably, I'll say Jarvis Landry, the biggest one. They tweet the eye emojis, right? The first time it gets, gets love on Twitter. All right, we have to talk to our producers about this. I don't know if that counts as a tweet. Well, it is a tweet it's of a tweet. the eye emojis. It, is tw- it has been tweeted, so technically I think you it found was a quote. loophole. It has been the quote in the past tense. Is that a word? No. Okay. Uh, it, like got, it got 6,000 retweets, 24,000 likes, That's right? That's it? Yeah. And then the n- later that day, oh, that they quote it yeah, okay. with another set of eye emojis. Yeah. 6.5 thousand, 24,000 likes. And then they do it again later, another set of eye emojis, a total of four I emoji containing messages for the Cleveland Browns. That's was just that's just fun. The Cleveland Browns Twitter has been on fire. Once they went 0 and 16, they tweeted the thing of like uh, "Hello darkness, my old friend." Yeah, like and the coach jump jump into Lake Erie. Yeah, he's supposed to. They're ready to just supposed rip to be each like other a cleanse. Shred. Four I emojis for the Cleveland Browns. Um, four I emojis for each win they're gonna get this year. track of what like episode this is but it, we're, we're getting up there now season two uh well off to a good start and i can't wait to see who we get next week it'll, it'll leave it a surprise we're gonna get a few more guests and i'm going to be putting out some tweets 
I did. Well, you had a poll recently. What was that poll? I had a poll for the Browns wins, but that wasn't going to be for Uncaged. That wasn't for Uncaged. Uh, we'll save that for Thursday. These that are going to come out upcoming are okay. going to be for Uncaged. They're going to be kind of NCAA related for the March Madness tournament. Want to get your hot takes. We want to see what you feel, and we'll talk about them on the podcast, maybe talk about them on the show as well. Give them your Twitter so they can find this. So you can get me at underscore Jake Lampert on Twitter. March Madness comes, the funny tweets pursue. Make sure you're there. Follow me. Get all the fun takes. Feel free to write back. I'm at official quadri, official quadri, at official quadri, so follow not, me. Not, don't type it in like three times. Like don't type it once. in. It's just official quadri. There should only be one. 